Welcome to the Information Systems for Business podcast. I'm your host, Craig Van Slyke. The main purpose of the podcast is to augment the book, Information Systems for Business and Experiential Approach by Franz Belanger, Craig Van Slyke, and Rob Crossler. The book is published by Prospect Press. Before we get started, I want to give a few disclaimers. The podcast purposely omits many details in order to get to the high points of each chapter. So listening to the podcast is not a substitute for reading the book. Each episode contains my view of the most important points of each chapter. Your professor may have a different view. The podcast is solely my responsibility, so any errors are on me, not my co-authors, your professors, Prospect Press, or my employer. Enough of the disclaimers, let's get to the good stuff. In this episode, we hit the high points of Chapter 4, Gaining Strategic Value from Information. The focusing story for Chapter 4 is about mobile health, which is sometimes called mHealth. mHealth offers healthcare services through mobile technologies such as smartphones. mHealth has many uses, including compliance or making sure patients follow their medical plans, information dissemination, and monitoring, such as measuring sleep habits. mHealth is already changing the healthcare landscape, but bigger impacts are on the horizon. One day it will be common to consult with a doctor without ever leaving home. The point of this chapter is to help you understand the strategic value of information and how strategic information systems can help leverage that value. Information is one of the most valuable assets a company can have. This is obvious for some firms like Google and Facebook, but it's also true of non-tech companies, although I'm not so sure there's any such thing. Virtually all companies rely on technology to some extent. This chapter introduces the idea of strategic information systems, which are information systems that are specifically intended to provide competitive advantages to organizations. Keep in mind, however, that it's the processing and use of information that makes these systems strategic, not the hardware and software. After the focusing story, the chapter discusses the strategic planning process. Then, four frameworks for identifying opportunities for strategic information systems initiatives are described. The four frameworks are information system SWOT analysis, SWOT, or S-W-O-T, stands for Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities, and Threats, Porter's Five Competitive Forces, Porter's Value Chain Analysis, and the Virtual Value Chain. You may have heard about some of these in your other classes. Once strategic information systems initiatives are identified, they need to be evaluated. The chapter discusses two common ways for evaluating strategic initiatives, the Critical Success Factors Approach, and the Priority Matrix. The chapter closes by describing hyper-competition. Here are the main points made in Chapter 4. Information systems can help provide competitive advantages for organizations. Information systems that provide these competitive advantages are called strategic information systems. Identifying potential strategic information systems is done through a strategic planning process. Sorry, strategic planning process. Following such a process improves communication, coordination, and decision making. There are many ways to describe the strategic planning process. The one described in the text involves five phases. First is strategic business planning. This is a process by which executives for the organization set the strategic direction for the entire business. This is critical for IS strategic planning because the use of information, the use of information systems has to align with and support the organization's overall strategy. Next up is information systems assessment. This phase determines the current state of information systems resources. Next comes the information system vision phase, where information systems managers develop a broad statement of how the organization should use and manage its information systems for strategic purposes. The information architecture phase comes next. 
and this phase determines how information systems resources should be used and work together. In the final phase, strategic initiatives identification, managers identify which specific strategic information systems initiatives should be pursued. Frameworks are useful ways for identifying strategic information systems. The book covers four. SWOT, that's S-W-O-T analysis, analyzes strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats facing an organization. Once these are identified, you can look for ways that information systems might take advantage of strength or opportunities, shore up weaknesses, and mitigate threats. Porter's Five Competitive Forces analyzes an organization's competitive position within their industry. The five forces are industry competitive rivalry, threat of new entrants into the industry, bargaining power of suppliers, bargaining power of buyers, and the threat of substitutes to the company's products or services. As you might have guessed, there's a lot more to this, so you really need to read the book to get the details. The next framework is Porter's Value Chain Analysis. Michael Porter's a really smart guy, by the way. This involves identifying all the activities that an organization must perform to carry out its business. There are two categories of activities. Primary activities directly relate to the creating, processing, or delivery of the company's products or services. Support activities are tasks that must be carried out but aren't directly involved in the product or service. Human resources is a good example of uh, support activity. Virtual value chains, a related framework, examines activities that turn raw data into useful information. It's useful to have an organized way of evaluating strategic initiatives. The book covers two popular ways. Critical success factors, sometimes called CSFs, are the small number of important things that must be done in order for an organization to survive and be successful. In short, these are the things that you really need to get right. Once CSFs for a business are identified, managers can match potential strategic information systems to the CSFs. Initiatives that don't support the critical success factors should not be priorities. The priority matrix is another useful framework that can be used to evaluate strategic initiatives. The priority matrix classifies initiatives along two dimensions, the potential returns and the effort required to carry out the initiative. This might include cost, complexity, time, and labor, among other things. These two dimensions create a two-by-two matrix. Initiatives that require low effort and have high return should be top priorities. It's really easy to understand this if you can see an example, so be sure to look at uh, the book chapter for a really good example. Because the competitive landscape changes so quickly today, some people believe that it's impossible to sustain competitive advantages for very long. This is a concept of hyper-competition. Richard Davini developed a framework that can be used to identify strategic information systems in hyper-competitive environments. We're kind of running long, so I'm not going to dig into the details here. Instead, you know what's coming, don't you? Read the chapter. Okay, that's it for this episode. Remember that you still need to read the chapter since the book has much more detail. Have I mentioned that yet? Fortunately, we, the co-authors, worked really hard to keep the chapters short and to the point so the reading shouldn't be too bad. Talk to you next time.